0: Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Today I'm talking with Gallo Alfredo Norano. I hope I pronounced it correctly. I'm sorry if I got it terribly wrong. Uh, Gallo, welcome. It's a pleasure to get a chance to finally talk to you.
1: It's a pleasure to be on the show, man. Thank you for having me.
0: Well, my pleasure. I, the people who listen must be sick of hearing me saying, I'm super excited because I am just always super excited to talk to people. I think, um, so if people who know you, are like, what are they going to talk about, right? Because there's so many things. People who don't know you, I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag. You can go search or we'll see what we talk about. I think the thing that interests me the most is the Modus Project. And I'm sorry, I haven't signed up for the newsletter. I'm going to do it. (laughs) We need to sign up for the newsletter yeah. because the idea um and i'm just going to throw some random thoughts out at uh the idea of don't explain your philosophy to me go embody your philosophy which by the way mad props for mentioning epictetus uh, which is how i pronounce it i don't know how you pronounce his name <laughs> so the but same. i think yeah <laughs> yeah i think your. i'm going to say your perspective i love Um, I love to just like jam scroll back through Instagram. So I like, I jam scroll back and looked at all of the modus project. Does I love your design aesthetic? I'm not a designer. I don't even play one on TV. So I think (laughs) what I'm, what I'm wondering is have, do you feel like you're beginning to actually make progress on organizing your thinking around movement? you know what I mean? Like there's so many things one has to pull together. Do you feel like you're making progress now? Or do you still feel like you're a babe in the woods trying to figure out how do I, how do I do this movement thing? How do I get my brain wrapped around it?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I would say it's it's funny because I've been working on like even creating mind maps and like mm. figuring mm-hmm. out how to how to think about all this stuff, but at the same time, sometimes I catch myself, like (laughs) realizing the irony of like thinking about movement, (laughs) Mm, um, Navel gazing. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. Cause you know, I do tend to get really philosophical on many, many different fronts. Um, and yeah, so I end up just trying to like think my thoughts out. A lot of it has been visualizing these ideas has helped me. Um, so that's where, I mean, the, the original idea, I mean, if we take a step back beforehand, I, I had actually started an, a studio. So I was doing a studio here in Providence. I had my own movement studio, did some personal training and things like that. COVID hit, didn't pan out. Um, then from there, I found this guy, maybe you've heard of him. His name is Jack Butcher. He has this hmm. online account called visualized value. I I followed his path for a little bit, did some of his programs, really enjoyed it. And I was like, you know what? I'm such a visual person. I'm going to try hashing out these ideas, quotes, concepts, abstracts, and trying to visualize them for a person like me who really enjoys movement and the ideas behind it and philosophy and everything like that. And um, yeah, so I started there. And I'd say it's helped. But it's more like me going through this process, I'd say my own practice dictates my visuals, you know, mm. uh versus versus the other way around. I, I notice, you know, um a lot of it is, you know, things that I've read, things that I put into practice myself, um, which is easier said than done when it comes to something <laughs> like you know, embody it versus telling me. Um <laughs> So I try not to fall into that trap of, you know, becoming it's very easy to fall into the practice of just that one thing of creating visuals and reading a ton and everything like that, where I, right. I can easily forget to just like, oh, you know, I didn't I didn't move today or I didn't, you know, do my stretching that I normally love to do or my mm. mobility or things like that. So, um, yeah, I would say it's, it's it can be two way, but a lot of times it's, it's more of a one way um approach if that makes sense
0: yeah I, and i think it's from, from what i'm hearing you're you're also playing to your strengths and some people are are uh, what is it kinesthetic move or uh, learners some people yeah. you know need to, to learn it and they have to go do the thing you can't just like read about it um, right but you're you're you seem to be a very visual person and that idea of well i'm not going to try and change fundamentally who i am i'm going to play to that strength so i think that's Um, and I may be putting words in your mouth, but that's a playing to one's own strength. I think it's a very wise way to do it. And I love, uh, anytime I encounter another mind, that's all about like the, the philosophical, like why, why Mm -hmm. moving? Um, and I, uh, what year is it? 22, um, at the end of 21 and into 22, I've been on this bender of like stripping down systems. I'm like a process and systems guy.
1: Yep, I've been here. like
0: tripping <laughs> down stuff like, and eh, I don't really need a spreadsheet for that. Or, you know, this thing that I've been working on for a year, could I work on it for another four hours and de- declare it done? Like, would that be good enough? And, right. and I think that's, um, for me, that's part of that same, why am I doing this? And yeah. Um, so let's see, I always promise people that I will make a question up. Do you think that your, um, let's call that your your journey of self discovery, if I can put a label on it, do you think that your journey of self discovery, like as it is today, you know, tomorrow, this week, would that be helped by having more people interact with you? Or do you feel like you have, you already have a enough people and inspiration and ideas?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. I'd say, I think the reason why I started doing the visuals was subconsciously and consciously, me trying to connect with people who were of the same mm. philosophy, mindset, whatever word you want to use, right? And a lot of times too, I remember back in the day, like I recently found Ido Portal and like his philosophy. And one thing he mentioned was like work every day, you know, I'm paraphrasing it, phrasing it, mm. but work every day to like find motivation and inspiration, right? Like read new things, Take on new ideas. And so, a big part of this project has been, especially the newsletter, is more curation at this moment. Um, Just kind of like things that I've read that really have shifted me, either today or even in the past, have shifted my perspective on, you know, physicality, movement, health in general. Uh, I, I try to like share that stuff on the newsletter. So, I'd say, yeah, it's definitely all comes from a place of not having that geographical community of people who love to move mm. and yeah, trying yeah. to connect with them and using the internet that way, um, to, to connect with those people. And I've had great conversations come up from, you know, just sharing the visuals, the newsletters, resharing things on people's blogs that were like written 12, you know, 10 years ago uh, where they're amen. like, did I actually Res- write
0: that? Resurface that stuff. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. I me not mean to cut you off.
1: <laughs> no, no. So it's been, it's been great to connect with people that way and. You know, even, even to the point where it, I'm glad you reached out, but even to the point where I've had people were like, oh, I'd love to get on a call with you and we'd have a conversation. So it might be cool to like, even do this type of style medium, which was on the back of my mind. Cause that's how we semi, semi met on the yes. uh, Akimbo. Uh, so I learned yes. a lot through that. Um, yeah. That's so like I, the
0: small world syndrome. And it's like, I bumped into you in a, uh, was which Akimbo platform was that? Was that in podcasting?
1: yeah it was podcasting okay. one because I'm
0: so it's like i'm like oh that person looks interesting and then i'm like wait that person is connected to all these other things that i'm already interested like whoa we need a bigger planet because exactly but you know some people would say that's the universe telling you you know that um yeah anyway sorry i derailed your train of thought
1: <laughs> all good but that's that's how i connect with that's how i've been connecting recently right because i recently moved up to providence uh rhode island and you know i had to start from scratch with like new friends and everything like that so i've right. been at different gyms and you know not everyone around you has this well at least for me not everyone around me has the same mentality around it um around movement health and everything like that so it's been cool connecting online yeah
0: before we wander away the newsletter give me the domain name for the website where people can join the newsletter
1: yeah so it's modus hmm. all one word modus made sweet
0: and I totally feel you about when you're in a space and not everybody. I don't want to say everybody, not everybody's on the same wavelength. Um, but like, I live in a gentrified neighborhood. Nothing wrong with that. These people were here before I was here. <clears throat> but I, I don't have any like immediate friends in the neighborhood. <laughs> my neighbors are all the right. next generation up, or or they're my generation, but they're they're doing a different lifestyle. And I, I think it's important to be able to. To be able to know how to use the online tools in a way that's to your benefit, as opposed to your detriment, mm. I, I have a social media soapbox. People listening, no, I'm not going to get on it. And I think that it, if you can figure out how to use Twitter or Instagram or Facebook so that you get something from it, then that's great. I mean, that to me, that's that's the positive side.
1: Right, using it and not letting it use you.
0: <laughs> yes, right. You're not teasing me onto my soapbox. I. Think <laughs> <laughs> What's some um, What's something that surprised you recently? Like maybe, on uh, I'm gonna say an old idea, like an idea that you've encountered before. It could be like a quote from a philosopher. is like where I'm fishing. Uh, is there something, an idea that you found a while ago which you've like circled back to and found like another depth? You know, like you know, I don't know if you saw the original shrek
1: oh, Ogres have layers. You know,
0: yeah. yeah. If there's something that you've come back to recently and found another layer to.
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Um... The most recent one that kind of shifted my perspective and I keep coming back to is the idea of like content and container, right? So, Ooh. right. This one's uh, another one that I learned at Edo uh, Portal. He's the one that really like got me thinking very differently about my body and physicality. I, I found him many years ago um, and his ideas really like sunk in with me. Mm. But the content versus container is this concept that like he uses it in the sense that like we use this drill, let's say you're hitting, like, I don't know if you've seen it on the internet, but you're hitting a tennis ball against the wall, right? You're punching it, right? Some people just see that you're playing with a tennis ball up against the wall, but in reality, you're working on hand, eye coordination, right, footwork, things right? like that, dexterity, right? So it's seeing that underlying thread that connects all that stuff at a base layer, thinking about, you know, peeling back the layers. So, The thing that's come up for me now is I just started working in person with collegiate athletes again, and just approaching it, especially I work with club athletes, right? So these aren't like varsity athletes Mm -hmm. who are on their way to like make this the whole lifestyle, right? Right. It's more just like athletes who are probably going to do it within their collegiate career and then it's over. So my approach lately has been thinking a lot about like what motivates these, I say kids, but I'm, I mean, you can say kids, um, they're yeah, kids. It motiv- it <laughs> motivates these young adults
0: um, <laughs> All right, <fine>. to,
1: <laughs> to see the common thread amongst everything that we're doing. Right. So, you know, especially when they're playing a sport, how can they see outside of the sport and see like, okay, we're working on dexterity we are working on these things so that when they do leave my biggest wish is that when they do leave the collegiate athletic world if you want to use that word that they can still pick up these ideas and concepts and like create their own practice right because that's that's the thing i've been thinking a lot about is for them once sport is done Mm -hmm. that's when You start to rest on your laurels and you think about like, oh, the good old days, right? And that's where physicality starts to fizzle. You lose your sense of play, all that stuff. So that's really what's been on my mind lately is how do I set a platform for these young adults Mm -hmm. to enjoy the time that they're there and shift their perspective a little bit. If I can even say that I'm able to do that, I'm more so just creating a platform for them to enjoy what they're doing see things in a bigger light versus like, okay, we're just squatting so that you can get bigger, right? <laughs> it's leg day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. exact day. Um, so yeah, that's an interesting one, especially when you have, like, I work with rugby, I've started working with rugby athletes and you get beat up in that sport, pretty beat up. Mm-hmm. So just figuring out how do we mitigate injuries? How do you get in tune with your body? Right. Versus just like, Hey coach, what am I doing today? It's just like, how are you feeling? You know, so that's, that's been the thing I've been thinking a lot about kind of coming back to the content and container. It's like, we're doing these things. How can I get you to see the underlying thread so that when you no longer have me as your coach, or you no longer have your team anymore, you can start applying these principles into your own practice, I guess that's is, bad. is my, my wish. Yes, please.
0: Uh, yeah, there's so much in there, bro.
1: <laughs> cool yeah. cow.
0: Um, the one, the thought that came to mind as you were describing, you know, that perspective, that that content versus container, I was thinking about the different ways that I approach. I'm going to say found movement versus planned movement. So it's like, oh, I should go for a walk, or I should probably go run some intervals, or or right. I should, you know, go do something that most people would consider exercise. I don't really do much that, I, that anybody would call athletics. Um, versus what i'm calling found movement which is like my brother and sister-in-law are in the middle of moving so the other day i was over at their house and it was leg day i moved about 1500 (laughs) pounds of stuff in boxes i know because it's three trips in my van down two flights of stairs and it's an old house with steep flights so you gotta like do it real careful right I'm, i'm like moving and i'm thinking okay how do i do this i have a point people listening how do i do this because I'm 50 years old and I'm not in the greatest shape. So if I just bang down the stairs about seven trips down, I'm gonna have an ACL pain and then trip number nine at the end of that. So it was like this idea of like, no, I can do this. I'm gonna break a sweat, you know, and it's gonna be exhausting. And two days later, delayed onset muscle soreness. But, But my attitude about it was very much about I have a thing i'm trying to do I, I i would very much like to help these people and if i do this then they can do you know one person was packing one person was loading you know like i can really be helpful here like learning to discover and that was it wasn't very playful i didn't make a game out of it um right and like sometimes so i think the so find a question craig the m- most people hear about people who are enthusiastic about teaching movement they will say play is like a like stuff you're, movement needs into it being playful and the idea that i had as you were talking is like yeah i'm actually more frequently stuffing my movement practice into the needs of like i have to get something done like Mm -hmm. i need to go over here i'm gonna walk you know like that old saw um and i'm just wondering if you um what your thoughts are on the idea of using play as a vehicle like can we can that be overdone like is it I don't want to say dangerous, but I'm going to grab the word. Is it dangerous to just try and make all movement fun and playful? Or do we also need to, I don't want to say make it suck because it's leg day, but, but make it so that, you know, you need to also think about goal, like the, you know, not goals of, I want my personal record, but goals of like, I need to load the van or I need to help this person or whatever. Am I making sense about like play as a container and, physical need to accomplish something as a container. Does that make sense?
1: Yes. A hundred percent. hundred percent. I think that's a, it's also a loaded question. Very, we <laughs> right. go deep into that. Sorry. But
0: welcome to Craig's head. <laughs>
1: no, 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 it's okay. I think a big part of it is the intention mm. behind the thing that you're doing. Right. A big visual that I created was just like that kind of really resonated with people. Is just, I have just like a 2d square With just line and then the other one and it's uh, underneath it it says exercise and then yeah and the cube that says movement yeah the 3d cube that says movement and for people who understand it they get it It, like sinks right but i think the shift between those two is simply the intention behind it right it's Mm -hmm. same thing with the container and, and the content it's like if you're intentional about how you're doing what you're doing it can there can be a sense of play behind it. Right. You know, especially if you, if you do make, let's say training, right. Using the word training, like what does training mean? Mm -hmm. It means many different things to many different people. Um, But I think there is a fine line. Like I even find that I do have to like almost regiment my play where it's like unstructured. And I need that in order to almost like fuel my structured regimented training. Um, not sure if that's what you were asking, but that's where my head's going in, in terms of I can't make everything reps and sets all the time. And I can't have that just be the leading reason why I'm doing all this. And, gr- and granted, I also say on the opposite side of that, I need sometimes to see the level of linear progression that helps me be like, oh, snap. Yeah, I, I my yeah. Moment, <laughs> exactly my max volume went up today or I, or I lifted just a little bit more. Um, yeah. so having a balance between the two, I think is super important, but again, if you boil it back a little bit, I think it's also the intention behind it too. Cause you can still find a lot of, you can find playfulness in a lot of the structured regimented stuff as much as you yeah. can. right? Like you said, I mean, there's a difference between like, okay, I got to bring this sofa down three stairs. <laughs> <laughs> and i don't really want to do this or it can be like you know what i'm going to spend some time with my friends helping them move right. on to the next phase of their life and and this is a way i can help um so yeah i don't know if that answered your question but that's kind of where i went
0: yeah that's great uh, i i think those are i mean I'm, I'm over here jotting notes for my own personal edification and <laughs> i think that was super helpful thanks for sharing your thoughts Um, This is going to freak you out because I think we're at the point where I should say, and of course the final question is three words to describe your practice.
1: Yeah. I would say one is freedom. The other one is, I like the word creativity. Mm -hmm. And I'd say the third one is probably freedom, creativity, and connection. Mm. Super vague and and no, not you know. vague at all, my friend. But <laughs> you know, make, make make that what you will. <laughs> yeah.
0: no, thanks so much for sharing your thoughts. Um Gallo, I said it at the very beginning, and I was right, and I'm going to say it again at the end. It was a distinct pleasure to get a chance to talk to you. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me today.
1: Thanks for having me, Craig.